Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm Blaine Ledbetter. And I'm Lakin Stewart. If you're looking for an authentic community that shares the truth of the gospel and the truth about life, you've come to the right place. We believe that you are more. You're more than motherhood, more than your ministry, and more than your career. Grab a cup of coffee and listen in to hear the truth about what it means to find your identity in Christ through every season of life. Welcome to the You Are More podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the You Are More podcast. We are in the middle of a three-part series on stories. And so today we're going to talk about just our church stories over the last five years and mainly the journey and what we've seen God do and just how he has, um, yeah, just moved in and around our families, but also our churches. So um, Lakin, I'm going to start with you and let you take the floor. Let's do it. So I guess five years ago was what, 2018, which is just crazy to me. I can't I know. Can't even fathom it. Almost 2019, because it's almost 2024. Yep. Um, let's see, 2018, around this time, we had so we were in our first year of seminary in Waco, Texas at mm-hmm. Baylor University. Uh, we had yeah. just come off of a three-year stint working at a church plant. I was the worship director. Cody was the youth Mm -hmm. pastor. Um, and so we left that to, for both Cody and I to go to seminary. Obviously we all know how seminary went for me, but Cody did complete a seminary degree. Yeah. Um, and so honestly in 2018, we needed a break from ministry, uh, like Mm -hmm. full-time working ministry and all that. We had three on the ground, like really hard work at a church plant. Um, it was a setup and tear down in a YMCA for three years before that Ooh. multiple times a week. So it was, Blessed. um, definitely, uh-huh. uh, not for the weak hearted. Um, it was a blast though. The kids were incredible. Um, the community was really great there. We loved it there. Um, but when we moved, we honestly were searching for just the right church and, um, where to go and, and, and who would we meet? Like we moved to Waco, not knowing a soul. We didn't know anybody. We didn't have any jobs. Like we moved there on pure faith because we moved there. And then six days after we moved, we went on a mission trip to Peru for three weeks. I recommend mission trip to Peru. I do not recommend doing it one week after you move to a new state where you know nobody. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, So we came back home to like something that wasn't home yet. Like we were still not fully unpacked. Um, And so, yeah, we immediately started searching just for the right church for us. We ended up attending Harris Creek Baptist Church when before Jonathan Pakluda was the pastor there. Um, We, my great friend, um, John Green. He was like our first person that we ever met there. Um, I'm really great friends with his wife, Amanda. That's who I actually visited in Waco Yeah, this past week. And um, they were some of our like first friends in Texas. And then we also made some really great friends through the seminary um, that we are still friends with today and live close yeah. to now. We won't in a few days, but we live yeah. close to now. Um, and so, yeah, it's been 2018 was a good year for us to just 
take a year off of full-time ministry, mm-hmm. volunteering included. Um, we really yeah. needed to be fed in that season. And so that was just a really great time. Um, and then in 2019, Cody actually started working as a residence hall chaplain for Baylor University. So wow, okay, good. Yeah. he, we actually <laughs> lived in a freshman residence hall, a uh, Penland hall, shout out to the P nasty. Um, <laughs> and, um, we lived in an apartment in the residence hall with 400 other freshmen. Um, and Ooh. the freshman dudes lived right above us. So we had that broom hitting the ceiling almost every night. Yep. <laughs> and tell wow. them to be quiet. Um, wow. and so that was, I was less involved in that ministry itself, mainly because, Cody had a very specific job that he was doing. Um, and it was, it was a ministry for sure, but it was vastly different than like church ministry. Yeah. Um, and during that time also, he was an interim pastor for a very small church in Mejia, Texas, mm-hmm. which is about an hour east of Waco. Um, and so he preached there regularly for three or four months. Um, that was an interesting time. That was like my first look at small Baptist church, small church of like, I'd always been to larger non, non non-denom, less traditional, uh, places of worship. And this was vastly different. And so that was strange for me, but also I was being supportive. Um, and we got to know the folks there and it was really sweet time. Um, And so he did resident chaplaincy for two years. And then um, when it was about three or four months before he was set to graduate uh, from seminary, we started searching for uh, what was next because we had to move out of the apartment at (laughs) Baylor. We weren't allowed to stay there. Um, Darn, didn't have to live with freshmen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we started searching and we really, really, really wanted to land in the Knoxville area. Um, our best friends from Texas were moving back to the Knoxville area and we were like, we want to live near them. (laughs) So we started searching high and low for anything under the sun, um, in that area and everything just fell through. And, um, so we started expanding and, Cody applied for just about every college and young adult pastor position that he could find. Um, and everything just fell through. Um, either it was, he would get to the last round of interviews and they'd pick someone who wasn't coming from seminary or it just wasn't a right fit for our family. Um, and so this position in Scottsville, Virginia popped up and, um, you know, he, at first we were like, no, this is, this is not it. It was very small, seemingly traditional church. Um, we just didn't think it was our vibe. (laughs) The Lord greatly, uh, humbled us. And this was the one job that he was offered. And so he's the lead pastor of the church here. And, um, Recently, he accepted a a position as a young adults pastor um, just outside of St. Louis in that area. Um, And we are so excited for this move. Um, But with that, it is we've only been in our current position for about two and a half years. Um, And so we've been trying to like it's been it's been two and a half years of very difficult, hard 
ministry. Um, and so we've been trying in our minds to understand like, God, why on earth would you lead us here? Like Mm -hmm. you're giving us what we originally asked for, which is amazing. Like we're so thankful, but why on earth would you send us into the Valley for two and a half years? It's been really hard. Um, and Cody and I both have prayed and just reflected on this. And we truly think that this season, like the last two and a half years in Virginia has been just a pruning, refining season of growth for us. I don't think we would have been prepared for, I don't think Yeah, I say this, I've said this to Cody, so I feel comfortable saying this here. I don't think he would have been prepared to take on something at a larger church, um, fresh out of this, without this experience. And I, as, as hard as it is to try to reconcile it, that's what the Lord has shown us that the last two and a half years is not for naught. Like there have been some amazing, wonderful friendships built here. Like beautiful things happening in ministry here. Like God has worked his miraculous ways that we could not do in any way. Um, But instead for us, it's been a, just a season of pruning growth for something next. Um, And truly, you know, we were chatting with some of the staff at our new church and they were like, you know, like the past two and a half years, our church has been getting healthy. And we think it's, it's been getting like, it's been getting really healthy for you guys. And so like, that was just like an amazing thing to hear. And so we're just really excited for the healing season that is to come next. Of course, with any move across the country, there comes adjustment (laughs) and you have to have patience for yourself and everybody else. But um, we're really excited for what's next. And so I'm sure I'll have many stories as uh, Cody will be the young adults pastor. They recently Mm -hmm. changed the title. It was the college pastor. And now it's the young adults Mm -hmm. pastor for the church. We're going to be attending and and working for now. Um, And so we're just really excited for what's next. Excited to raise our kids in this new place. Um, It's just, we visited a few times and it's just awesome. And the people there are so genuine and so nice. And we're just really, really excited. So that's awesome. That's, that's so kind cool. of a not so quick <laughs> summary. I tried to quick keep it brief. Yeah. But, um, Quick summary of the last five years. I don't know, Blaine, what's I know yeah. yours is probably a lot different than mine because we've kind of popped around to yeah. quite a few things. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear what past five years have looked like for you and Andrew. Well, very different because we've been at the same church, but Mm -hmm. also very, very, very much the same. And you and I have had many voice texts about this, about this this painful pruning and this refining season. Um, But rewind to 2018, that would have put us at our current church for five years because we opened that campus in 2013. And so, and my husband's been the uh, campus pastor since that campus launched yeah um pretty much as a church plant but not really because we're kind of coming from an established um main campus but anyways yeah 2018 saw you know in my opinion lots of fruit uh during 2018 2019 we had some ministries that started that are still going and thriving and it's one of those things like 
our, our senior pastor, who is also my father-in-law, um, asks all the time, he's like, if our church closed tomorrow, would the community miss us? Mm, and Something not, we not, ask ourselves all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and not to like toot our own horn or um, anything that we do is boasting in the Lord. I mean, really, God has done immeasurably more with mm. the foster care ministry that launched during that time and our mm. alabaster bag ministry that ministers to our friends and homelessness. Like it's mm. just just really people taking steps of obedience. And so, um, and, and not just for kids in foster care, but mm. human trafficking victims and parents who are just trying to get their life together and get their kids back. We've helped too. And so it's been incredible. There's just, it, it's been awesome. So that launched 2018, 2019 church was going great. I mean, really like growth, you know, people were in and out and that's just to be expected. Um, and mm-hmm. our church is still really new. And so we haven't been around for a long time. Um, so 2020 COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And if you're a pastor, pastor's wife, somebody <laughs> in ministry, you know, the decision fatigue of 2020. I mean, <laughs> like <clears throat> it was, I, honestly, it was nice to not have to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, in the like really thickness of COVID because mm. when we did finally regather, there were just so many, I mean, everybody knows there were so many precautions and masks and it's just not supposed to be that way. It was yeah. not, obviously that was in nobody's plans, but it really just took a damper on people com- connecting and being in community. And, but however, our family got so much time together to worship together on Sundays because we mm-hmm. still did like an online service. Um, and so we just had to adapt and um, it really just took a hit. A lot of people left the church and not just our church, but in talking to other friends in ministry, just not necessarily that it was a mass exodus, but a lot of people left and just never really came mm-hmm. back or yeah. it was just easier to watch online, um, <clears throat> which is why I kind of have a love hate relationship with, with the online watching church. church online. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm like, you need to be around people. You need to be in community. You know, we were even the Trinity is a, is a great <laughs> I know uh, example yeah. of Jesus and God, the father, son, Holy spirit. That's there, you know? So anyways, um, we were hit with a church family crisis a year later and um really were just bleeding i mean mm. just hard um we saw a lot of people just again leave mm. and we were hurting so there i don't know that we did anything effective from our family in 2021 cuz i mean our we were hurting. And so it was just hard Mm. to like help anyone else because it was just, I don't know. It just, it it hit us hard and it was a struggle. Lots of counseling had to go on. Lots of hard conversations had to happen. Um, and we'd never been through anything like that at all in the church. Mm. And, um, you know, our church didn't split, like no one started a new church, but definitely saw a lot of our friends leave. And that was hard. Uh, lots of hard. some pruning started happening. Really, really painful. You know, pruning is always, if you think about Never pruning easy. a plant. No, I mean, it's literally 
wounding the plant in order for that to grow. And even when you, I love the analogy. Um, I don't know, John Mark Comer or somebody, it's an analogy of like, even when you plant something in the ground, there's still a wounding of the earth. And so it mm-hmm. will grow, but there's still wounding. So anyways, up and down 2021, first of 2022, but honestly, in the last 12 to 18 months, I've seen my husband be more hopeful. I've seen our church mm-hmm. shift. It's really strange because um, I never thought I'd see redemption or hope or light. Mm-hmm. Just when, when, you know, when you're in the thick when of you're something thick hard, of like something foggy, you can't you imagine. No, no, you can't imagine church ever changing. Getting better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it really. <clears throat> We, um, it felt like a new baby church plant. Like I told somebody a year ago, I was like, this feels like we're starting over, not with a whole new brand new congregation, but it was just like, I don't know, something shifted. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like we had to start over, um, really taking on, if you've been a part of a church plant, you know, that like, you just have to take care of everything. It's I mean, not, like, you know, like, and I mean, set up, you tear do down. the setup, the tear down, the <laughs> making the coffee, putting the signs out, like the directional signs. Every, it. it's all hands on deck every Sunday. It is. And so that's what it felt like. I mean, but really we learned to all work together. Um, <clears throat> definitely saw, um, stripped it down really Mm. acoustic worship sets which we're used to like not big productions but like we have a drum set and we have a full band but at that time it was just very bare and raw and feel felt very much um in line with what had happened (laughs) like just Mm. dripping it all away so um but now we are seeing some fruit and some hope and some light and our church family has been incredible to our family, but also just some connections and some community and small groups starting. So people are like doing life together again. And it feels just really strange, but strange in a good way, not like Mm. awkward or weird, but just like, is this hope? Is this, um, is this the, the season of you know, harvest and plenty after, you know, dry and barren land. So um, we've sent out our, we've sent out people. And so that's hard because it's like you're grieving people who are sent out to do ministry elsewhere. They're not just leaving the church. They're going to minister to others. And um, we've seen that, but we've also seen people within the church step up fill the roles that are needed and it's just definitely answered prayers and I'm grateful for it. Um, so, you know, my husband's preaching more often. Um, we do the simulcast thing. Um, but he's preaching more in person and we're just, we're seeing new families, but then also people, um, that, you know, had, previously maybe not been involved or we're just kind of coming and going seeing them step up and and get to know people and it's just Mm -hmm. it's hopeful and so that's our church journey it's been like I said like in very different because we've been in the same church but just a season of painful pruning and um 
I'm thankful that we are seeing some fruit. Church is still hard. It'll always be hard. It'll always I be think hard. No matter sure. where you are, like yep. church is hard yep. if you're, I mean, in any capacity, if you, it's, yeah. it's going to be hard at some point if it hasn't been hard already. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But it's like not every day is hard. Like you, yeah. it gets better. And it does. Something could happen to derail us again, but like we've been through it and we have been through the refining fire. It is, man, it's a hard, yeah. it was a hard season. Um, ministry is hard, but it's, it's it good. And yeah. we're grateful to, to be where we are with some really incredible people. So good. Well, that's our, sharing. yeah, well, that's our church stories. So yeah. thanks for hanging out for, um, part two of our yeah, part two yeah. yeah stay tuned next week for part three we're going to be talking about uh the fun stories from different jobs yeah. that we've had uh, <laughs> this will be definitely a more lighthearted, less uh at least for me less yeah oh heavy. same same yes yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> yeah me too um so stay tuned and make sure you follow us everywhere you listen to podcasts and on instagram at you are more pod thanks guys see ya Thank you.